This is the European edition of Breaking Banks, the world's number one fintech podcast and radio show. We bring you the European unicorns, startups, founders, regulators and leaders innovating the rapidly evolving fintech scene today. A truly localized podcast with both English and local language content with some of the world's most well-known hosts and influencers in the fintech sector globally. Join us every week as we explore what makes the European Union a phenomenal proving ground for many of the fastest growing fintech plays in the world today. Okay, let's roll. So welcome everybody to the episode number 157 of Breaking Bank Europe. And I am uh, Roberto Capodici, your host, and I have here two amazing guests, two dear friends, all Italian, we're all Italian, but just for you, we're going to speak English during the whole episode. And we have Matteo Rizzi here and Demetrio Migliorati, both experts of banking, finance. And today we're going to discuss the future of banking. There is so much new technology coming up, all this artificial intelligence that we're seeing in these days. There is being a lot of drama on uh, crypto custodian uh, uh, services and companies. And we have uh, the metaverse that is arriving in every direction in our lives. So we're wondering what is going to happen to banking in the next uh, future. So we're going to discuss this. uh, uh, If you want to introduce yourself very fast, uh, Matteo, and then the matchup. So, hey, guys, uh, it is great for once, you know, to sort of uh, rest and uh, and just be a simple guest. So I don't need to like uh, I don't need to remember which you know episode it is. I don't need to do the blurb. And, and I'm super happy to sort of witness the first show of uh, my friend Roberto as a as a host of, of Breaking Banks Europe. Indeed, uh, also super happy to start uh, the the sort of 2023 series uh, uh, with two uh, with two friends. Uh, I don't think there is much to say because like my bio is, is everywhere, and uh, I happen also to be the executive producer of the of the show. But today I'm just hanging out with friends uh, uh, on a podcast. <laughs> the Matrio, the Matrio is. Uh... From an important Italian bank, he has an amazing role in bringing innovation to banking. So he's right, the right person also to talk to about the future of banking. Romantri, you want to introduce yourself very fast. Well, uh, first of all, it's really a pleasure to stay with a very good friend here and discussing this topic that is, you know, at the moment, one of the most uh, interesting topics we can talk about because the revolution is, is, is going to arrive. And um, yes, I'm, I'm working for a large financial group in Europe, and um, I'm head of innovation. And uh, in, in my role, I can see many kind of you know changes uh, that we are already applying in our bank uh, or in the different area of the bank. And uh, and we see also a number of peers that are working in the same direction. So as you, as I say frequently. When uh, typically when we spoke about the the new changes in in the area of the crypto, I think the, the banks are 
the one we are going to save the crypto, <laughs> and uh, and and that that is something. No, that is something because crypto should be disrupting us. In, instead, uh, we are going to to use them, and and at the end, uh, uh, most probably we'll be the one giving back the trust to the world uh, to the world stuff. Yeah, because behind every delicate business like finance, there are always uh, these mysterious regulators, these people that are there to protect the public, but at the same time uh, to do the favor here. It's very difficult, this role. And it's funny because these regulators sometimes, not sometimes, I will say always, do not catch up to the speed of uh, technology. So they are still regulating how you use the fax to send some messages. Uh, I, I wonder if there are paragraph on telex machines uh, to be used with banks today in 2023 when uh, technology moved us in a very uh, fast different direction. So it is uh, it is an interesting thing. I, I query uh, chat GPT, which is an artificial intelligence that everybody is using now. They so reached, I think, a million users in a few minutes since it's been launched. About the future of banking, what does in general that uh, the artificial intelligence that is fed by information from the internet and obviously mobile banking, but mobile banking is not future of uh, banking is uh, today. Every bank has mobile banking, right? Uh, there are digital currencies that can be, as the manager was suggesting, <laughs> something that uh, regular bank can come in and save. Uh, different means of authentication, there are biometrics or now use of blockchain uh, and they're having use of uh, artificial intelligence. Uh, we have seen a lot of new banks that are born. These fintech uh, startups uh, that act as a bank, uh, they're coming up like mushroom after the rains. <laughs> they are everywhere and uh, they work in a very different way compared to traditional uh, uh, banking. How you see the role these new banks in uh, in the future of banking, uh, Dimitri, Dimitri? All these newcomers, uh, they have a very important role because they are testing new use cases and they are giving us the direction where the new customer want to be, basically. Most of the time, you, we, we, we see people focusing on the, on the technology itself. We must be much more focused on the behaviors, on changing of the behaviors of the, of the customer, what they're really looking for. What, 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 what kind of experience they want to have. Because they are new customers. They are new customers, new generation of customers uh, that are used to have uh, an, um, a relationship with the technology that is maybe completely different compared with the customer we have right now that are already used to, to use digital banks uh, in a very normal way. You know, we we are a bank, we as Grupo Mediterranean, we are a bank in which we don't use the the distribution channel of the branches branches thank you i was missing the english term <laughs> and um and we distribute through financial advisors we we were a fintech uh, at the beginning yeah. you know that there was not there was not the term but actually we were a fintech you know, introducing the technology to change the, the 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 way we were serving the customers uh, now it's again something that is uh, that is going to appear as a new change, what the new customer wants. They are used to have an interaction uh, maybe in a, in a metaverse-like uh, 
uh, way of interact. Well, we will have something like that for them. No, it's uh, it's inevitable. No, when the new customer arrives and and requires a new way of interaction, the only thing a bank can do is to create the channel that is going to serve the customer in the way they want. And uh, because this is a requirement, it's a very basic requirement. So I, I won't focus expressly only on the technology because the technology, of course, is the driver. So we have we have to keep in mind that we must domain, have full domination of, of the technology. But the, the real attention, the real focus, what we have to understand and learn is the behavior of the customer. So the, the request that is coming from the customer. And if you see what they are doing with the new challenger banks, with the newcomers, with the new fintech, you see from them what's going on. And you have t- enough time to react and to propose your solution and, and build on the solution on the others. So, so that, that's, that's the way, no? that's the way to understand how the market is changing and how we have to adopt in order to serve better the non-demand customers. When, when hopefully regulators have not yet put a, a stop to a technology because they don't know about it yet. Because <laughs> I saw that when there is something completely new, it remains a gray area, people jump on it, and then you can do the most strange things in this new uh, found land that nobody knows about, that there are no rules. But if people try to use a technology that are a little bit established, then it's going to hit the wall with a lot of regulations that uh, stop them from adopting them in full. Because by the public eyes, by the public point of view, there is some behavior that uh, seems very strange from large financial institutions, from those that need to respect the rule in full. They, people say, why they don't just do this, right? Why they don't just do that? Because... Probably behind there are uh, patents on flows, uh, there are there are rules that are uh, you know there are a lot of aspects that need to be respected to also innovate, right? Well, well the, the, there is a, a, com- a complex structure out of all the rules that we have to you know we have to obey. You know, the point is is again uh, that when the regulator is going to say something specific on a certain technology is because uh, behind that there is the possibility to use the technology in an abnormal way uh, making uh, some of the previous rules not working anymore. So uh, because we need uh, a, 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 a very strong basement of common rules in which we can work together in a safe way. Uh, you know, the, the rules are there because we want to protect the customers. The, 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 the real, the real, the real need of these rules because we want to protect the customers. We want to punish the wrong behaviors. You know, the, the, all the mess that we are suffering right now in the crypto areas are depending on the fact that people that can do any kind of scam, they exactly. go away unpunished, no? Because there are no rules to punish them. Uh, and and the, the fact that they can do this kind of scam in the financial history 
we 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 saw all of them. No, we we saw all of them, and now we know how to punish who try to do scam like that. In the in 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 these new structures, and with the new same kind of behaviors, same kind of uh, of of way of you know. Um, of giving a carrot to people and then and then the carrot is not anymore there. Uh, the the this, we we need we need rules. In other words, in other words, guys, basically taking banking is interesting uh, until the regulator understands it. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So that's the, the, so, the the regulator is understanding until the regulator is able to design uh, the the right framework that is going to protect customer working in that area. Yeah, but understanding it, it doesn't mean that it's done in the first place. Understanding meaning understand how to indeed put boundaries, right? And and yeah. and before yeah. it, it is it is exactly what you were saying, guys. So. Uh, actually, what Roberto was saying uh, in the in the in the crypto space, you know, they started doing uh, more or less anything, and maybe now what you said already, Demetrio, banks are going to be the savior of it uh, because by putting some order, you know, the technology behind uh, the crypto space, which is actually the interesting thing about it, uh, you know, might actually be used in the right uh, in the right way. I completely agree. But I I love the model. Huh? I, I I really I really love the model. Uh, th- th- there is so, there are so many things about decentralization that are very good, powerful and good. The point is that we know the human being, and uh, <laughs> there are human beings that are taking advantages about the you know newcomers. Isn't isn't it funny that Bitcoin was born to take the money away from the bank and to leave them in the hand of the people? So you hold your money and you send your money. What people did took them and gave them to FTX. <laughs> to, them yes. to, to actually making it worse than before, because before at least there was a little bit of regulation and a little bit of control. And now that you got this instrument that you are able to manage by yourself, and then you give it to somebody that is actually even more... Uh, even worse than the bank. ...regulated than anybody else. And that's Not- very... <laughs> Not only, not only that. But you, you know, I, I saw, I saw a few comments on on the social when they say, you know, in the US, like uh, you rob an orange, you know, and you're more sure to like uh, stay in jail uh, than FTX CEOs uh, that can ba- be bailed with 250 million, right? It's uh, that's that's also not the right model uh, that uh, you know th- we are giving back to the people that that this world is giving. Uh, <laughs> Back to but the people, also, right? Also this is the bankers got in the past. You know, that's that's the same model in the old in the old aspect. If you look uh, at we, it, we know. we know we know what 2008 is. Exactly, no, we correct, know right? we know we yeah. suffered it, no, significantly. But now but, we know how to protect <laughs> the right. the world so, environment so about at least this kind of scam. No, there so it's very important that regulator, regulators. Yeah, there are regulators, there is the technology, there is the people behavior, which you were saying correctly. People want innovation and want to have different approach, but at the same time, he has a behavior that is wrong and is uh, still repeating mistakes done in the past. One more reason why they need to be regulators there to protect them, because if people don't learn by their own mistakes, right? And in the meanwhile, 
there are advanced in technology, as we were saying before, in this gray area, there is uh, no regulator. There is a very funny um, repeating memes in uh, in uh, TikTok and uh, the various uh, the various uh, fast videos that are online now, where in China people pay with biometrics. So you go to McDonald's and when you're finished with your order, they take your face and uh, deduct the money from your account. And there is the classic scene where the lady plays the big order, then pretends something drop on the floor, bend down, and the guy behind her in queue is the one getting the bill <laughs> paid, right? So I want to see how regulators sit around the table to try to find a way to protect consumers <laughs> this kind of technology. And, and, and in fact, interaction between financial institutions and, uh, and the public uh, can take place and gonna take place more and more different uh, places because if you think of most video games now work with value and work with cost and interaction fully online you know just take go back 10 years and video games are something you download uh, or you purchase and work completely offline now nothing works completely offline now everything is paid as a service, even application that we use in the computer. Photoshop in the past was a package I buy and I own, and now is a subscription that I use monthly. Everything inside has additional functionality that I pay per use or I pay per time. And most of these uh, places are also offering financing. So I am actually doing a financial contract to finance the purchase of something from within the application itself, uh, which is an utility application or other thing. So there are financial institutions that arrive with their own API, with their own extension inside other application. So my, uh, I don't know, uh, office suite become also a bank a little bit because allow me to actually do this sort of function. And uh, so in financing purchases, rather than in moving money, because now many email providers allow to send money with email as well. So are the financial function broken in small pieces and these small pieces uh, resold or readapt in different places uh, individually? So per se, can the function of a bank they offer a package of services? Uh, be split in small part, and actually one of these can be sold also by the guy that sell fruit and vegetable downstairs, rather than from the website that it is not as a financial part that belongs to a full package, but just as a single item. You know, I don't know if I explain. Yeah, totally, to totally, totally, and and actually, I think that you gave a very informal and understandable to the masses the definition of embedded finance you know as simple as, sim as simple as that and i wanted to make a couple of points one is if any of you get closer uh, or close to a teenager you know the, i've got like a two at home uh, you and you see the relationship they have with the with the money it's completely different i think that we that are more or less in the same, I want to say, age sphere, you know, in, in the same decade, let's say, we are probably the last generational sort of frontier that still will remember how banking uh, was, was before. And, uh, and, 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 and this banking services need this uh, intergenerational or, or next generation uh, sort of leap to be fully sort of adopting what you just said, Roberto. So 
the fact that uh, at the end of the day, financial services will be seamless, you know, and uh, and everyone will be using uh, a product or a microfinance uh, product, whether it is in savings, in lending, uh, in paying, uh, that uh, probably... And, you know, and, and the bank is probably going still to be the end sort of deposit of it. But the infrastructure that will actually uh, sort of resell the service won't be a financial player anymore. I'm not that sure. Uh, uh, let, 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 me, let me discuss on the point. Because we, ha- we have to come That's back why you what- are here, buddy. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> well, because we have to come back to what really a bank is. Okay. Well, what, what, what is the job of the bank? Demetrio, sorry, sorry. I want to say, I want to, I want to say something. You should be actually grateful that I put you in the same generation of Roberto and me, instead of First attacking, of instead, <laughs> instead of attacking me back uh, and so First, so. But it's okay. You know, I love you. So First of I all, I'm you. more than happy because I'm the older. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but anyway. Sorry, so joke aside. I, I want to come back for one second to the real, to the real job of 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 a bank. The real job of a bank is assessing risks. Uh, what, what we do the best is to understand the very deep uh, behaviors that are inside a risk. No, we know how to assess it. We know how to study it. We know how to evaluate it. And we know how to price it. So that is our job, mm. to understand the risks that are behind a certain operation. Everywhere. So when, when you think to credit, you know, it's not that easy to do to create a credit infrastructure. You, you have to know how to assess the risks that are behind it, the, all, all the behaviors that are around it, all the mechanisms that are around it. And you have to understand it. And we have to, to create a price for it. No? If you want to make credit in this area, in which there are happening these things, in which there are these risks, in which this can happen, that is the cost you have to sustain. And, the, and that is the backup you have to have behind your, your, your shoulders if you want to sustain a certain volume of these risks. So that is our job. No? to better understand this. And this is a very complicated issue. So it's not something for, you're not, you, you, you can't just arrive here and do credit like you want. No, it's not that easy. So what we can sell to others, and I agree with, the, with Roberto, it can be really you know, divided in pieces in which you can sell the single component of your experience. Uh, because others they they can need that simple com- single component of your experience. You can give that to build a new product. Well, where, where you have been able to assess the risk and to create the right price for the risk. So in that a- way, I see. I think that yes, the bank can be inside a new flow of of services coming from different areas in which. Uh, Inside a, a certain uh, a certain experience that the, the, the customer is doing uh, in a very different stuff, like uh, you know buying groceries online. No, during that period in which he is buying groceries online, and uh, he want to 
you know, divide the, 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 the payment in five because for, for any reason, it's for, for, for them it's important. We can offer something like that. Not leave my bank itself, no, no, but because maybe it's not it's not our role. Uh, every every single bank has has its own role, but but because of the banking has this knowledge, can be the right partner to create new products and new flows, even for who wants to to sell groceries online. You see, I, 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 this is what needs to be disrupted, I think, right? This is what technology is going to take away from the financial institution. I think something, um, I saw big scare for cryptocurrencies, and that really didn't bother me much because I said, well, banks are much more than money only, you know, like, so there is uh, nothing that will make the bank a risk. But uh, what is interesting is uh, the centralized finance. And I saw somebody that says it's not the Lambo Lambo, you know, that everybody with Bitcoin said, well, to the moon, we buy the Lamborghini, you know. It's not the Lambo story, but I bought the family car just by using uh, a small application where I, I didn't have to put even who I am. I left as collateral something. I got a, a loan with a certain interest that I approved in five minutes, no signing form, no disclosing anything. And I said, look, this guy must have used very complex user interface to access this, the centralized finance. But the day somebody like my mom can access this, then uh, the financial institution are going to lose a lot of clients, uh, at least, you know, more you transport uh, and uh, mitigate the risk by mathematics. Uh, obviously, if I go to the bank and they loan me money without me giving any collateral, there's a risk that they need to be assessed. But it doesn't really happen often, I think, on the common people. But if I leave a collateral that is crypto and as a way mathematically to cover my loan and automatically get sold out if the value goes down, then I can actually do an operation in a simple term without having to identify myself that I don't need the bank anymore, right? So is that this part of technology that are going to disrupt banking because as soon as uh, there is a central bank digital currencies uh, in theory from the central bank uh, which is important to understand is not a regular bank the central bank has a particular uh, role right it's not inter an intermediary people can apply these rules directly with some uh, smart contract if you want and do the function of a bank so Anybody can say, I, I can make you a loan. I have money on the side. I can loan and people will collateral. You pay me the interest. I'm guaranteed because mathematics guarantee me who needs the bank. Well, you make it particularly simple. And if it was that simple, most probably we will have been already disrupted. You know? I, I don't think it's that simple. Uh, first of all, you, you, you spoke about the fact that you, you haven't the need to be identified. If you work with the, the central bank, you have to be identified. There is no way that, that the, you you haven't uh, had the, the proper KYC if you want the the the. the, the there was a particular thing that this guy was mentioning, but uh, okay, let's say there is my KYC, there is my name, this is my morning, but the function of uh, mitigating the risk that you were mentioning is done by the fact is that now you work with cryptos like ethereum or usdc other crypto like that it doesn't work with actual money if you want to call them such like the fiat currency 
But as soon as this is digital and can be processed through mechanics like a smart contract, then a lot of uh, uh, mathematical flow that are actually applied by bank can be applied in a smart contract anyway. So you remove uh, a particular role. I, I don't know if I'm wrong. I'm, I'm not an expert. I'm asking the question. No, no, I, I agree with you. Some of the some of the rules are very basic mathematical rules. So if you can implement that in a smart contract, yes, it is, it is something that can be easy uh, delegated to somebody else. But then that it comes back to uh, responsibility, uh, ownership of the process. Who is owning the process? Who, who is answering to you if something is going wrong? Um, the, the 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 real point is that uh, as long as you go with with small amount of money and something is going always properly fine totally with you the the the, the moment in which something is going wrong maybe outside of the technology component but there may be something that is happening in the reality you need somebody to talk with to solve your problem and you don't solve your problem with a smart contract you solve the problem with with somebody that is taking care of your needs, and that's why because I absolutely love that when you're going to, you know, that they are solving everything with a smart contract. There no, are no, no, no. So with a smart contract, but there are other stuff in which you, normally you would need to access, you know, a, a proper service. Give, give I, by I am with you there. You become more boutique, Matteo. What is your take? No, so, you know, while I was listening to 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 you guys, I was I was actually thinking that uh, you know we talk about the future of banking. Uh, you know, we we are having a very like a technical approach, but it sounds uh, probably to certain of uh, of uh, of the breaking bank auditors. Like you know, three delusional guys talking in an in a, in, a, in an ivory tower about uh, you know smart contracts uh, and uh, you know crypto loans, you know, whilst uh, you know most of most of us uh, they are still like, uh, oh wow, I need uh, you know I need cash. I uh, I'm on TransferWise, so let me transfer from TransferWise uh, to Mediolanum, so I can go to the ATM. Uh, you know, or or to the branch in Mediolan and take the money or 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 like let's or actually the other way around. Let's deposit money in Mediolanum so that then I can do a a, a wire on transferwise because I can't deposit cash. Which is the reason why you know the our future of banking uh, view only speaks to today, frankly, a minority of the generation. So my thinking is that the speed at which the future of banking is talked about slash actually coming and being implemented is always five times lower than the capacity of the client of the clients to embrace it. Mm. Don't you think? Yeah, historically, yeah, it it has already happened this way. I mean. Uh, if if I see, I mean, many things have already changed very quickly, very very quickly during the last uh, twenty years of banking. Uh, twenty years ago, it was impossible to think uh, uh, to to do a full money transfer, a full uh, European money transfer in sixteen seconds. No, it was it, it was it was really 
a, a miracle. Now, now we do Easter money transfer from Spain to Italy, from Spain to Latvia. Well, I mean, it's normal. We pay this way always, no? Uh, at a very low cost. Um, I know uh, for, for an American customer, this is still a, a, a miracle, no? Because they have to use multiple apps to do that. Uh, mm -hmm. But but in, in Europe, uh, there is a standard uh, used yes, by all the banks. Of in Asia, this is normal since 20 years ago. That's the crazy thing, right? The, 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 that's, the, that's the point. No, that's the, that's the point. Now, now, now we can do whatever kind of money transfer. Uh, everything is easier. Uh, what what is not changing is that when when you do the big move for your life, uh, when you, when you want to buy a house, no. Uh, when you want to access a, a credit of a certain level, uh, the number of interaction with the new services are incredibly thin if compared to what happens with 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 the normal banks, because the people wants to go to somebody and talk with somebody. The reality is that they want to. The, not not everything is completely clear. They want to understand the process. They want to have somebody to go to and to ask and to be reassured. Same so thing to that, invest, that right, Demetrio? Of, same thing to invest the money. Same thing. Same same thing. Same thing. Same thing. Oh, at, at the end, when you move, uh, uh, you the the amount of money that is. Uh, very important for your life is is not so frequent that you don't go to somebody to talk with. Uh, is uh, there... uh, of course, I, I have this perspective that is very Italian. No, that is very strange. No, eighty six percent of the population is own owners. Fifty percent is second owners. Fifty percent of the real estate uh, transactions are in cash. No, so without access to to the to the credit, so the perspective of, of 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 Italy here is very 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 different, of course. But it's it's important to 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 keep in mind that it's not only a matter of technology. Technology is a very it's used frequently when it comes to you know to, to normal transactions, the day the everyday life. The technology is so immersive. But when it comes to action that are very strong for your life, you you need you need somebody to talk to. You know, I was uh, one of the cases that we always do, and the metro. We were talking about it uh, in 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 the last event that we uh, uh, that we the, in, last time we met actually. You know, in uh, in Milan, you know, a, a very talking about possible interaction between the metaverse and 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 banking and financial services. We said, okay. Today, if I could, for example, like uh, through uh, uh, my interaction with the metaverse, like uh, do a true virtual visit uh, of an apartment, uh, the neighborhood, at the same time, have all the data, have the historical data, have uh, even an avatar would be good enough for telling me, you know, whatever yield could come from this apartment, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Could I could I possibly like uh, uh, buy 
and apartment without interaction. I am not sure, but it seemed to be a quite yes. reasonable use of this technology. Yes. yes. Thing I'm, is, we are still very far, technically speaking, from from yeah. that possibility. I, I, I'm here at the CES right now, and I have just had an experience of this kind yesterday, in which I was basically working with an avatar, an extremely high quality avatar, three di- three dimensional avatar, be, 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 be beside me in into, but it was so good at the, the level of interaction that that very, it was very close to a human interaction. So okay. in that in that situation, if that is the operator of the bank that is helping the customer to understand the environment, you know, uh, around the house, uh, understanding the cost of the houses and so on, I think that kind of interaction is fine. I mean, it's fine. There are people probably that that can use it properly, no? no? And I think and, that. Uh, the idea is what you're saying is this technology, what you said, opening as well. And uh, you made a good case for it. Uh, in closing, we can say that technology is important. Human behavior is what uh, lead uh, in reality the changes, right? Uh, I think about uh, this capacity of certain company to be fully remote and have employed working different places uh, and just do like uh, voice calls and sometimes uh, like the Zoom call. Uh, and work perfectly, and other company that need everybody to be in office and working can be a little bit an analogy with the fact that I can do banking remotely. I can do banking sitting in person with somebody that uh, with me. I, is this a general change of approach, or is this a kind of a cultural uh, based on different uh, uh, culture, different places? Uh, I don't really know. I saw that as of today, some company really work very well remotely. Some people access services of any sort uh, all remotely without interacting with other people, no problem. I belong to this whole generation. I like to see people in person. I like to do meeting in person uh, and I find them much more uh, fruitful at the end of the day. But the metaverse can mediate these things as uh, the metro were you know, saying before. And probably this is the direction of technology that uh, is being pushed by uh, Mark Zuckerberg for Meta, where they try to create uh, virtual offices, virtual place of work, uh, because people has the feeling to be in person there and interacting with other humans. Uh, and probably the, the physical distance between me and the bank can be covered by sitting with a VR headset and uh, sitting at the table with an employee of the bank that in the case give me in person all the uh, consulting that I need for my investment or to take a large loan. So that this kind of technology is not replacing, but is helping the bank interact with their clients in a potential view in the future for, for the, for, you know, the, changes the the, the 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 adoption of new technology in banking you know i was i was thinking as well that uh, when you think of uh, you know the, the 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 semantic of the future of banking uh, right uh, it is it is difficult to discuss it uh, like holistically right because the future of banking in uh, africa is not, it doesn't mean anything close to the future of banking uh, 
in other region of the world. So maybe, and you were saying kind of the same thing, uh, the, we were talking about this, right? So it maybe is uh, the future of the way humans will interact with financial services uh, that will be, you know, way more contextual because, of course, in Africa today, you can't do the same. Often you can, you, you can digitize the financial services in a much better way because the regulator, you know, the beast is not as strong. So there is more freedom of this, which actually allowed the Mpesa of this world in Kenya, you know, to be, to be, so, to be so popular. And maybe we'll eventually, you know, the, the Western economies will learn I think some too, you know, from, from African economies. But at the same time, we should maybe talk, and but that's for another show, on the future of the different services and the different interactions, you know, like lending or payment or investing or mortgage and so on. Don't you think, guys? Yeah, I agree. I agree. More the technology itself is the, the user experience during the different kind of action that are part of the banking uh, banking environment. Well, I, I, to close, I wanted to thank both of you because I learned new things today. And, uh, you know, hearing things from uh, your voices is very important to me because they are very important notions that uh, are going to make myself more, uh, you know, acculturated in, in banking where I am a terrible, terrible financial person. <laughs> But um, it's been a pleasure having you both as guests, uh, Matteo as a host guest, and uh, Demetrio, as, please, uh, I'm happy to see you again after Milan, Bali, another occasion that we had met. And um, to everybody else, uh, stay tuned and uh, connect to the next episode of uh, Breaking Bank Europe. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Breaking Banks Europe, a Provoke Media podcast in cooperation with Fintech Stage. Don't forget to tweet us out, shout out, or post to the team at Breaking Banks EU on Twitter. If there's something or someone you'd like to hear on our cast, let us know. See you next week on Breaking Banks Europe.